0: Hi, my name is John Breyer with Mainly Matters, and today we're going to be talking about a Maine based nonprofit called Katie Jane Rocks. Katie Jane Rocks was actually founded uh, three years ago. Uh, it's based uh, out of Oakland, Maine, where we live. Um, we have a house on McGraw Pond uh, that we spend every summer at, and Katie Jane is actually my daughter. She's uh, eight years old now. And several years ago, we formed Katie Jane Rocks, uh, which is a registered nonprofit with the IRS. And what Katie Jane Rocks does is it helps children in need in three different countries. Specifically, what happened was uh, every summer, Katie attends camp at a YMCA Alphon Youth Center camp called Camp Tracy, um, which is on McGraw Pond, where we actually live. We actually did a podcast on Camp Tracy recently, but uh, she she attends there. She's gone the last four summers, and a few years ago, it came to our attention that some some of her friends and some children that wanted to attend Camp Tracy but were uh, less fortunate weren't able to attend, so for financial reasons, even though it's it's a very affordable uh, camp. So we came up with the concept of collecting some rocks at at Camp Tracy, and Katie would paint them and we would sell them. And we did and it worked out pretty well. We were able to get uh, a couple of scholarships and um, it grew from there. So Katie Jane Rocks now as an organization, we've got a board of directors, um, uh, Jack Mosier, Todd DeGrosier. Two of my fraternity brothers from um, University of Maine, actually, they're on the board of directors, both from Maine. And we actually do support children in need in three countries. So Katie Jane Rocks, you can go to the website. It's Katie Jane Rocks, that's R-O-C-K-S dot org. And you'll see that in addition to providing assistance to the Alphon Youth and Community Center and and YMCA group there in Central Maine and Waterville, Maine, we also support a low-income school in Panama called the Juan E. Jimenez School, which is on a mountain um, in a community called Cerro Azul. Um, I was working in Panama. Katie was born in Panama when we were living there. So we're very familiar with that school and the children that go there. And uh, we also spent some time in Colombia and got familiar with an orphanage in Medellin, Colombia, that's run by... uh, or helped by the Emiliani Project, an orphanage that generally has between two and 300 kids in it. So we we decided that we would uh, split the proceeds from Katie Jane Rocks to help those three organizations, the Maine-based um, Camp Tracy in Waterville, uh, in Oakland, Maine, and then the Juan e Jimenez School in Panama, and uh, the Emiliani Project orphanage, in medellin colombia so over the last three years uh every summer when we're in maine we'll collect you know several hundred stones rocks small rocks from uh, the grounds of camp tracy pretty much every day when katie goes to camp and when i pick her up we'll spend a few minutes before and after collecting rocks and then by the end of the summer we've got quite a few and then she'll paint them typically um they're painted gold she puts her initials on them in a heart, and people can make a contribution online at the website katiejanerocks.org, and they can buy rocks if they want. Um, and then the money goes to those three organizations. So over the last several years, we've we've been able to kind of advance things and and do a lot more than I think we originally anticipated. Um, specifically in Maine, we're now at approximately I think oh about twenty or twenty five weekly um, camp scholarships that we've been able to provide for people to go to Camp Tracy for free if, if they, uh, you know, are in financial difficulty. We also were able to raise a uh, little over $10,000 in 2019 that allowed uh, an archery range structure, uh, shelter to be constructed at Camp Tracy. So now any of the kids attending the camp uh, can go when they're at the archery range, there's uh, a bunch of different lanes, but now they have uh, shelter overhead. So if it's raining or sunny, they're not getting that sun pounding down on them, or they're not getting rained on. Um, so that structure was was put up. It's actually named after a, a friend of mine, uh, dedicated to a friend of mine who passed away, a great manor named Tom Turlow. So if you happen to be at Camp Tracy, stop by the archery range center, and you'll you'll see uh, Tom's name on the on the structure. Uh, so we're able to do that. We've also been able to contribute in Maine to the AYCC backpack program and their hot meals program. Uh, this particular uh, year, it was very nice. The, the mayor of Waterville um, issued a proclamation just uh, earlier this year in February, 16th of February. Uh, mayor Coelho issued a proclamation uh, to my daughter, Katie Jane Breyer. ...for the work that Katie-Jane Rocks has done. Uh, I think she's the youngest person to ever get a proclamation from the city of Waterville. Take a minute, I'll read it. I've got it here in my hand. It says, uh, whereas at only of eight years of age, Katie-Jane Breyer established a nonprofit company called Katie-Jane Rocks. And over the past four years, Katie-Jane Rocks has helped provide over a dozen scholarships to Camp Tracy... ...allowing low-income children to attend summer camp free of charge... And whereas donations from Katie Jane Rocks have also contributed to the Alfond Youth and Community Center's Hot Meals Program, Backpack Program, and Thanksgiving and Christmas Meal Distribution Programs, which provides free meals to those in need in the community. And whereas the Katie Jane Rocks organization has raised over $10,000 that has allowed the Alfond Youth and Community Center to build an archery range shelter at Camp Tracy. So that was very nice. Uh, And it ends with, you know for her charitable efforts that help children in need in the Waterville area, as well as for those contributions made to Camp Tracy through the Katie Jane Rocks nonprofit organization. Um, And that was issued this year, which is very nice. In Panama, what we've been able to do with the money that's come in over the last few years at that school that I mentioned, the Juan E. Jimenez School, you can see pictures of it online at the website if you're interested. the school, it's it's a mountain, it's a it's a mountain school. It's up in the mountains. Um, most of the kids that attend it are very low income. and a lot of them don't get to eat uh, regular meals. So initially, some years ago, we provided some picnic tables for the school. They literally uh, didn't even have a place for the kids to eat. They would sit on the floor and uh, some, we got them some picnic tables. Then uh, we were able to buy them a refrigerator, a very large refrigerator that they needed. So that they could store food, and subsequently, we've been able to provide uh, probably five or six hundred or more uh, hot meals to the school. Essentially, we'll buy food uh, down in Panama City area, and we'll have it brought up to the school, and then they'll put it in that large refrigerator I mentioned, and they'll 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 make meals for the kids. Um, a lot of the kids that are showing up at that school haven't had a hot breakfast or or don't have a lunch, and um, so we're able to, you know, help them in that capacity. In Colombia, at the orphanage that we work with um, outside of Medellin, it's also been very rewarding. They actually have a picture of of Katie on their office. Um, Colombia is a little different. So orphanages, they've got the highest population of pretty much uh, single single parent uh, children per capita in the world so in Colombia if you're unable to care for your child if you're a single parent or a dual parent or you can just pretty much put your children into these orphanages programs and the kids can live there um, and get taken care of from you know infancy through 18 as long as they go to school um and the parents or the family member that, that's responsible for them, is, it does get them, you know, on the weekend or maybe at holidays, but, but they can spend their lives in the orphanage. And then there are true orphans there as well that just don't have any parents. So this particular orphanage has children from, you know, age, age from one on up into their teens. And uh, we've been able to provide them with uh, Christmas gifts for the younger kids. For several Christmases, which is very rewarding to see. Uh, We actually buy the gifts in the United States quite often on Amazon, believe it or not, and have them shipped to them. And uh, they make videos for us and see the kids opening their presents, and that's really nice to see. We've also been able to contribute a significant amount of food uh, to them. They always need food, a lot of mouths to feed. So once or twice a year, sometimes more. We'll do a large buy of vegetables, chicken, um, things that they tell us they need, and we'll bring them there, and they'll stock up their kitchen, and that'll help 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 them with that. Uh, we also, uh, this past year, we came up with a children's book, uh, which we'll talk about, and, and we were able to sell some of those books and raise money to build a computer learning center at that orphanage. Uh, it is, you know, COVID is... Uh, alive and well in in Colombia and Panama, as well as as it is in the United States and Maine. So their operation has been a little bit uh, different this year. But nonetheless, we were able to procure some laptops for them. The ones that they had were uh, several, many years old, actually, close to a decade, very slow and old. So we were able to get them some new laptops, and um, it's very beneficial to them, especially during COVID, to be able to allow their children to get access to online learning. Um, and, and so that's something we're pretty proud of the book, which we, uh, published. It's a hardcover book. It's called children of the world. God loves you. It's in English and Spanish. Um, you can, it's an interactive book, so it's got a QR code. You can scan it in, uh, with your phone or your, your tablet, and that will take you to a music video that plays along, uh, with a song that, matches the the words in the book so the the book's actually been turned into a song the video shows various pictures and images of Camp Tracy and uh the Juani e. Jimenez school in Panama and the orphanage in Medellin so you can actually see the kids and see some of the things I've I've talked about so far you can order the book online if you're interested at at org and um the song. I'll actually play the song here. It's four minutes long, so I guess we'll just take a little break, and I'll click this, and you'll you'll be able to listen to uh, the song, which is in English and Spanish, and it's uh, Children of the World, God Loves You. So here we go with that. Okay, so that was the song. Thanks for bearing with us while that played. But uh, yeah, so the book is interactive in that when you get the book, uh, you can scan the QR code in and you'll hear that song, which goes along with the actual pages of the children's book. And then um, there's, there's a music video, as I mentioned, which is interesting. I think you can watch it for free. At the website, so if you go to katiejanerocks.org, click on the order books, and you'll be able to play uh, the song I just played for you. But you'll be able to see the uh, the video images of really tell the vi- visual picture of what the organization has been able to do uh, for these children in Panama, and Colombia, and 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 uh, here in Maine. Also in the book is a small stone, small rock, because as we discussed, Katie Jane Rocks, the nonprofit, is about these rocks that uh, we collect and paint and people can make a donation and they get they get the rocks sent to them well we call these rocks kindness rocks and one of the aspects of the nonprofit is that you can bury one of these rocks anywhere you want in the world and send us an email with a photograph and a uh, picture of where you you know a picture of where you buried the rock and, and a description of where and we put that on an interactive map. So uh, at the website, org on the homepage, if you scroll down, you will see that there is an interactive map of the world. And there's an actual pin dot. And you can scroll right in and, and, and see the actual street and exact location or, or of where these rocks are buried. And uh, they're all over the world. So... The premise is that when you get a kindness rock, you bury it, and uh, you help spread the spirit of kindness and compassion around the world one rock at a time. And uh, so far, there's uh, close to 250 of these rocks, kindness rocks, that have been buried all over the world. Our goal is to get to a 1,000 before Katie turns 18, so we've got um, a little over nine years left to go. And... Uh, It's just interesting to see people, you know, get these rocks and bury them. They're in Australia. They're in China. There's one at the base of the Eiffel Tower. There's one at the base of the Statue of Liberty. Uh, There's one in Arlington National Cemetery. Uh, You know, they're all over the world. They're in the Philippines. There's some in Hawaii, some in Canada, Alaska, plenty in the United States, all over Maine, of course, uh, Europe. So it's great, you know. That's a little piece of Maine. Every one of those rocks came from the grounds of Camp Tracy, and uh, were painted and, and and sent out by Katie. So uh, there is a small stone in the book, and so when the kids get their their uh, book, if they want to participate in that program, they can take that little stone and bury it somewhere. And again, it gets put on the interactive map, and it's just kind of a way to to let other people know that they can do a small thing. To spread the spirit of kindness and compassion around the world by burying one of these rocks, so that's something you can do if you want uh, as well. And then we do um, we do have corporations that have got involved and helped us along the way. Um, some of them are, are from Maine. The uh, Maine Thread Company out of Lewiston, uh, Rusty Valleys. Their CEO uh, he contributed a significant amount of money. Uh, to Katie Jane Rocks and helped us. We appreciate that. Uh, the Maine Knife Company out of Bangor, Maine, uh, they contributed as well. Um, and, th- and there's other companies. You can you can see that at the uh, website if you click on Rockstar Partners. Um, so if you're a company out there that's interested in, in contributing, certainly you can do that. Uh, you can purchase rocks online. 100% of the money that comes in is just divided up and goes to those three areas that we talked about: the the Camp Tracy and, and AYCC uh, there in Oakland and Waterville, Maine; the Juan E Jimenez School in Panama; and also uh, the orphanage that we work with in Medellin, Colombia. Uh, we don't uh, we don't use any of the proceeds for even for operational costs. It just all goes to those three three organizations. It's a small nonprofit, but it's uh, it's fun and it's and it's very rewarding. To be able to have a tangible connection to these three organizations that we are able to help through the people that get involved and, and uh, contribute to Katie Jane Rux and we feel a real connection to them. So it's been very rewarding for me personally, and it's very rewarding to see my daughter Katie growing into it. Um, you know, as I mentioned, she's eight, almost nine, but this has been part of what she does for several years now. And she gets it. She understands that uh, she's making a difference and other people that are contributing and buying the rocks and we're all in it together, so to speak. But uh, she definitely gets it. And I think it's it, it's good when you can get young people these days to understand that um, there are people less fortunate and there are things that you can do on the individual level. You know whether it's just burying a rock or, or um, you know helping someone in need. So that's it. I just wanted to give you an overview. Uh, it's been kind of on my, on my agenda for a while with these with the Mainly Matters podcast to, to do one on, Katie Jane Rocks specifically. So uh, check it out. You can go to katiejanerocks.org, and that's R-O-C-K-S at the at the end. Katie Jane, just like it sounds. K-A-T-I-E, J-A-N-E. R-O-C-K-S dot org, and it will all be explained to you there. Appreciate you stopping by. This is John Breyer with Mainly Matters, and we'll be back for another episode soon. Thank you.